1: Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
2: Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes they can't get to work. And I am joined, as always, by producer Joel. Hello. There he is. How was your lockdown in the last couple of days? Uh,
3: Very much the same.
2: Yeah? Been running? Yeah.
3: I've been running a lot. Love a bit of running. I've been running my fingers through my hair because it's getting pretty long. Is it?
2: Are you worried about the hair situation? No, no one's seeing me.
3: It's true, it's true. not an issue. You've not got any sort of oh, personal oh, pride? I've bought, <laughs> I've bought,
2: I've bought, I was just about to say, I've bought a beard. I haven't bought a beard. I, <laughs> I've i grown a <the> beard. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, yeah. It's a good one, actually. I. I. I, I yeah, I think I'm just going to keep it growing and see how long it gets. Okay, that's
3: interesting. I'm, I'm clean shaving quite Are a lot, you? probably more than I normally would, just to try and, you know, feel
2: something. Yeah, I had a joke before about beards. Do you want to hear it? it's not it's I not do. a good one it wouldn't be in my set um oh i've got this i'll, I'll do it naturally actually like we're doing it in a conversation joe oh i've got in a beard joe okay.
3: oh nice yeah, yeah i
2: wasn't sure about it but it's growing on me ah oh, no buggered that up buggered it up I shouldn't say growing a beard in the first bit i've got a beard joe yeah. oh yeah. yeah yeah i wasn't sure about it but it's growing on me good but, good yeah there you go like that yeah, little joke for you yeah. there, everyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, I hope everyone's lockdown's going okay and you're all staying healthy and staying inside. Mm. <laughs> is, that, is that good,
3: Joel? <laughs> it was good. i yeah, my was like best. That was like the listening to the daily press briefing from the government then. <laughs> so, Joel, shall we just get cracking? Have you, yeah, have you right. got any comedy news? Uh, no, my phone just let me know that Net- the Vicar of Dibley is now available on Netflix. So that's, that's some pretty big company news <laughs> there. Uh, you
2: know what? I was never, never, never a big fan of Vicar of Dibley, mate. No, 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 no. What didn't you like about it? Uh, no, there it wasn't it, nothing against it. I just it was wasn't one of something that I sort of like mm. was uh, d- uh, drawn to, as it as it were. join it. Not uh, enough karate in it for you. Yeah. W- why is it? What's that got to do karate? That's what you like, isn't it? I, that's what you like. Well, it's taekwondo actually. If you. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear my joke from this week that did very well on Twitter? I do. I think I retweeted it.
3: Yeah, I think you bloody did, mate. Maybe that was the secret mm. to its success. Well, I didn't want to bring it up, but...
2: So, I said...
3: You're standing on the
2: shoulders of giants so, <laughs> so, it was after the Queen's speech. I said, it was nice to see the Queen. Forgotten what she looked like, as I don't have money anymore. Great. There we go. I think that
3: should have got thousands and thousands yeah. of retweets, well, so Mark. Yeah,
2: well... Well, he didn't, Joel. What is it about you that stops people retweeting? There's one man that, um, I think people are social distancing from my tweeting. I think I made that joke before, but I think it might be <laughs> correct. Um, there's one man replied, Daniel Goodyear, do you want to hear where he replied mm-hmm. to that joke? I do. Loads of jobs going at the supermarket, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. <laughs>
3: all right chill out mate it's just a joke why did he call you exclamation mark? <laughs> i don't know
2: <laughs> <Nigel>. joe <laughs> <laughs> there we go that's a bit of fun isn't it uh there's a bit of fun. this this episode we have got a bloody cracking guest guess who it is joel
3: oh i've got no idea and i've edited it
2: it's tom allen
3: oh amazing yeah hashtag awooga everybody tom i hope you enjoy
2: this
4: We are recording. Lovely stuff.
2: Lovely. Brilliant. Nice one. Oh, that was like clockwork, mate.
4: Yeah, brilliant. Like when they do a clap on filming.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I had a joke about that. What was that? Something about... I wanted to watch... I don't... Something about... (laughs) It's a good start. can't remember. Something (laughs) to do with... um, Something about a film with action in it, but I prefer it when the director isn't talking or something but it never worked it never worked
4: you're very funny though mark you're always ah, so
2: funny. keep that in joel keep, keep that, that in keep that in for sure. just keep that in i'm i'm happy with that actually, <laughs> if you've got stuff to do tom <laughs> so how's lockdown uh
4: it's okay thank you i'm sort of trying to settle into a bit of a routine with it so i like that i'm trying to be productive um and trying to find some time to do some writing and stuff but uh it's um I, I seem to I seem to sort of find it's quite frantic. Actually, it's quite full on a lot of the time. But um, it's that's good. That's good. I suppose. Um, I don't know if it's me just sort of dithering, and uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's sort of. I, I don't know. I don't know. All kind of, you know, like I try and get things done before six so that I can have an evening. Oh, um, nice. But um, it's sort of weird because I don't have. I'm living with my mum and dad, as, as as I often mention, <laughs> and um, and so I'm. It's kind of a different setup in that I am uh, I don't like they get they are very generous to me and everything, but they um <laughs> but i don't I don't have my own telly or anything, so it's sort of a bit oh. you yeah. got your
2: laptop though? No oh. one uses a telly these days, do they? Maybe not, maybe not. maybe you're right. Maybe. So do you normally when you write, do you normally do it at home or do you go somewhere because I struggle to write at home, so I'm trying to work out how to do it. Uh, Just to get in that zone?
4: Oh, uh, um, yeah, it is, it is difficult. I think treat it lightly. I think to make it as playful as possible is the way to do it. I mean, I'm saying that okay. I haven't been particularly, I haven't been very, um, I haven't been terribly um, uh,
2: productive yet. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but you, you've been productive in the sense you're busy. Yeah. Yeah, it's I like guess. I'm so. productive in the sense I've got loads of podcasts I've done. But as far as writing, I've written quite a few coronavirus jokes but that oh, is good oh well that's
4: good that's
2: good it's hard to get my sort of mind on it I think anything well, else other than that
4: well yeah but it's yeah I mean exactly and I feel like people want to they want to talk about it and it's they it's ways of processing it isn't it so
2: yeah so you were you were due to were, were you good so Edinburgh Festival's cancelled were you going up no or ah so you weren't going anyway so yeah. that doesn't bother you yeah um, so
4: that's fine. That's. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I feel, I feel sad. I, I mean, I, f- I feel very sad for people who are looking forward to going. But, um, but, but it, yes, I uh,
2: think I, everyone's going to be slightly relieved. They might not
4: say it. That was always. I mean, that was always my feeling <laughs> about Edinburgh. That's. I didn't like to be to appear callous because I know some people <laughs> do really love it. But yeah, um, a year off's good
2: with anything yeah yeah i think were no, you what's writing good
4: what's movie? good sorry what did you say
2: what uh i don't know what was i saying a year off is good a year off is
4: good yeah definitely yeah, definitely i think um, were
2: you see so where you start were you writing a new show
4: or have you, yes. have you been doing so i've got to write a new show because i toured my last one and i want to yeah i've got to write a new show. and i think you know you change don't you move on you're in a different place mentally with your life and um and so you know uh it's very uh it's it's it feels very very prescient to
3: write a new show
4: um of course i but what i find i don't know if you think this is true mark but however experienced i am when i go back to writing new material i go back to being exactly as i was at the beginning i don't have it i don't know (laughs) if there's like a place where other people are like oh yeah that's funny I'll definitely put that in. I'm like,
2: oh, God, I got nothing, nothing. So you have to preview a lot, do you? Do you do a I, lot of new material? now?
4: I do. I like to preview where I'm sort of am, I'm sort of riffing a bit on stage. But, um, you know, I'm just trusting that there'll be something in there. Just keep talking until something comes out, really.
2: So um, I'm guessing you've got loads of stuff that you dropped then already. Uh, maybe.
4: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you, that... You, I think you think I'm a much more industrious person than I am, or a much more organised person than I actually am. I don't, I don't, some people are like, yeah, I love writing it. I love writing company. I'm great. And I'm always like, no, uh, what am I doing? People don't want to listen to me. What have I got to say? Um, and then I go, and then I have to find, you know, you sort of find, I think people like listening to a comic who knows themselves and is being truly honest. Like, you can't fudge it, can you? you can't no. go oh yeah well I really feel it it's like you've got to I, what do you actually feel like what do you actually and that takes that's the bit that I think takes time and, and relaxing and, and I mean trusting. you're
2: talking to the wrong person well, <laughs> like I <laughs> there is no feeling in what I do in the slightest
4: but you feel, I feel like we get to know you, do you know yeah I mean?
2: yeah yeah in the way I do it I suppose but not I mean, in the actual jokes I don't think
4: yeah well I mean sure sure but I know what you mean
2: <laughs> so how far through were you with writing a new one Oh, not very. Up to this point, not oh, very. You, it's far. very I just, fresh. I
4: just finished. Right. I just finished working on the Bake Off professional show that I love doing. Ah, oh, cool. To do, and then um, I did that, and then I got to go. Um, and then I was supposed to be going on holiday, and then that got cancelled. And then I've been indoors ever since. So oh no! Um, yeah. So I was sort of waiting to the end of that to have some time. But uh, so that's what I'm. Uh, I'm hoping to kind of structure into my day a bit more writing, even if it is just stream of consciousness writing. Or...
2: Yeah. Is that what you do?
4: Yeah. Cause sometimes, you know, you think, you know what you think, but you don't like, <laughs> does that make sense? Like you, yeah, you think, yeah. you know, your attitude towards whatever, uh, garden furniture, but actually you've got to sometimes know you've got to work out yourself or you go to write about garden furniture and then you go, Oh, I seem to be really zoning in on, um, washing lines. And then you end up doing <laughs> a thing about washing lines. And have you got a bit about washing lines? I am going to have one after this. <laughs> uh, and um, <laughs> some people have got the registry ones, some people have got the line ones. What's better? I haven't even got one. What?
2: And some people
4: haven't even got one. What do you use just a
2: radiator? N- no, one of those um, those Close- things you, you. I guess a clothes horse, yeah. Clothes horse. Closed- My
4: mum always calls it an era.
2: An era. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would be better. It doesn't look anything like a horse. It, Why do I mean, they call I mean, it a clothes horse? See, this is the sort of thing I'm looking
4: forward to. Doing. Oh, this is gold, mate. What? Have you it? You wouldn't put clothes we'll on a horse, would you? Try putting a jumper on a horse.
2: <laughs> on well, and get it'd be a buckaroo, buckaroo. it
4: be, be like buckaroo. It would be like buckaroo drying of oh, damp clothes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah. We, I think there we're. We I, think, I think your show is right in itself, mate. Buckaroo, buckle up yeah
4: yeah
2: great great so so with the last tour um yeah. did, so what t- tell us some bits that you were you had you dropped for whatever reason
4: so um some bits i dropped i used to have a bit about talking about going to pizza express
2: oh did was that linked at all to andrew, um, or was that before that was it linked to what sorry prince andrew no
4: before that before that before that okay I'm not as topical as that um uh, and having a voucher in Pizza Express, and I like doing it, but actually, it just sort of felt like a bit cumbersome in the middle of the second half of my show. Right after the interval, you realise actually the audience wants you to get on with the stories you're telling. Uh, I found and not trans transgress is that the right expression? Yeah,
2: I, I reckon
4: um, into <laughs> I not to wander off into like <laughs> stories about like when you went to Pizza express like what the, no give me something that I can that's like powerful that you feel definitely not like oh, Pizza express like they want right. a strong feeling
2: that's what yeah I think anyway. so so, so did the bit work as a bit
4: uh, yeah but just not as cause for me so much of what I do is about the attitude mm. um, I so agree, if, yeah, no, yeah. if I don't really if I sort of mildly feel something it's I think the audience don't mind it but they don't go, oh, yeah, I know where I stand with this guy. So
2: <laughs> they, yeah, yeah.
4: I think that's my sense. Anyway, maybe I'm wrong. What, what was the wrong. bit? Um, I said about how straight people love going to Pizza Express and and um, you can't go to Pizza Express without a voucher. And I did sort of a reenactment of some people getting the voucher out or walking into <laughs> okay. Pizza Express, which I like, enjoyed doing. I always enjoy any kind of act out. But um, it was... It's interesting, I think. I still feel like any kind of, like, act out, you need to earn it a bit, you know? Like, you need to kind of build the audience into it. They need to be in a place where they're like, all right, what? Come on, act it out for me then. You know you want to. But you can't do that, go, oh, think about Pizza Express. I mean, I didn't do this, but, like, you can't go, like, oh, Pizza Express, bleh, and then go into a reenactment. Do you know what I mean?
2: No, well, that's, I don't do any act outs at all. That's something that I wish I, I, I could do. Because, because, oh. you mean so you so you so you hit the joke, and mm. then you continue it with the act out. Oh uh, yeah. is that what you're saying?
4: Yeah, and then you sort of yeah. I mean, it's sort of it's just a bit of silliness, isn't it? It's always just a bit of silliness. Yeah. Um. But uh, it's just it's just sort of a bit of, it's a bit of embellishment, really. And I suppose you've got to be the. I think for me as well, it was a bit of the story which wasn't going anywhere particularly it wasn't like leading to a big point it was almost like a bridging piece of material it was yeah yeah. an idea
2: but once Um, you've got the full show written you don't need it you
4: don't yeah you don't really need that
2: um i found yeah so so that's so that's a bit that like you didn't mind getting rid of Have you ever had like bits that you sort of you really like but the audience just didn't agree
4: um i would say
2: um but
4: what i didn't
2: like and sorry say that no no that you did like that you you're like why is that not working
4: oh uh yes what did i have that was like that i had an observation about something and for me i think just observing something people are like yeah you notice stuff great um (laughs) there was (laughs) but yeah they're not and like, oh hand dryers I tried to. So you think dryers.
2: That, that, they just don't buy that from you they they just don't want that they want to know what you think about something
4: yeah so I couldn't go I, d- I feel like other people have probably done it by now right. anyway, this was a few years ago like eight years ago and maybe someone had already done it by this point I don't know maybe McIntyre's already done it you know it's one of those things I didn't mm. do, sort of but um, talking about hand dryers and the different ones and I'm sure they've probably done to death but uh, that and um, uh, yeah, and I, I thought it was quite nuanced. But unless it's like I was in a rush and I needed to use the hand dryer, people aren't like, "Oh, tell me." Right. You're kind of like blathering on about a hand dryer. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's got to have a purpose to it.
2: Yeah. So would you do that? Would you change a bit to, so it's more related to you? um I
4: tend to now, and if it doesn't fit anywhere, then I tend to just lose it. And then sometimes I forget about something. I go, "Oh, I forgot about that bit." But I get, yeah. a bit, I get a bit impatient as well. I get a bit dismissed. I'm like, no, I'll get rid of it. That's fine.
2: Just get rid of it. Just get yeah. rid of it. Yeah. Oh, that's um, nice. Yeah. Like to have that many bits that you can do that. Because wow. with one-liners, it's like you're a slave over them and like, you just want as many as you possibly can that work nicely. <laughs> but with the hand dries bit, that's quite nice. If something happens in the room where someone disturbs a bit and comes in from the toilet or something, you can then... You could lead into that bit quite naturally, just that to feel nice. the time to they sort nice. of sit down. Yeah, that is nice. Um
4: But yeah, I think it's um I don't know. I think it's uh an interesting um I think it, it yeah, it's 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 yeah, I try and write as much as I can and I tend to do it quite live, so I don't write it down. Some people like love to write down their set and have it like on a clipboard or something. But I'm right. so bad at writing anything down, I just Again,
2: do you record um, it then? So, that you yeah, know I record you it said. as voice memos, but that's
4: very temperamental, isn't it? Like, it could and, or
2: do you ever actually listen back to them? Mm.
4: And well, that's the thing, I need to be in the process of writing and then yeah. I allow myself it. But like, so other people, more, more sensible people who the sort of people who probably did their homework on Friday nights, um, they yeah. are always like having a bit of material they're working on. It was that, like, oh, that's a thing, or oh, that's a thing. Whereas, I tend to go, right, that's written now, that's the show, now I'll take that on tour. Um, and I suppose it's but again it's a sort of imposter syndrome I still carry with me of going no I don't I what am I I don't deserve to be on stage what am am I doing (laughs) really yeah well and I guess that's part of who I am and that's part of part of it but uh,
2: you know yeah have you ever had bits that like because you're 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 very likable on stage (laughs) and I as I know you as a person I know it's all fake of course, um, but... <laughs> do you ever do you write bits that like is, that the audience don't like? It's too much for them. Like like coming from you. Like have you ever had bits like that? Go on, such as. Well, something that may be too rude or topic-wise too dark, or do you not even really go there in initially?
4: I never really go there, and anything political I've ever done, I try and keep it quite uh, loose because I never think people want to hear me pontificate on politics. Um, uh, for me, what I try to remember what I like to watch and I like to watch people who describe their, their um, experience of the world rather than to mm. me, this is just my personal taste rather than their opinion on, um, or, or, the, the, you know, their their sizing up of the of political events, but then some people really like that. And, Sometimes yeah. you can do it, but I think I have to do it again, I have to make sure it's from my perspective. I'm not I'm not somebody who's um who people look to for their political insight. So I think if I start going about on about like oh think about blah blah is Think about you know, and and they're like, What? Why, why are you talking about that? We don't we don't come to you for that.
2: Have <laughs> you always been that way? So when you started you always had that kind of stance or did you try different sort of styles and then uh, no I've always I've
4: always had the same style really. I, I like stories and I like telling stories from my own perspective the only times I've sort of tried to veer into it um, I remember doing a show just after the um, just after the uh, uh, Brexit vote in 2016 and um, I just mentioned it and they were like well no and I think that was because audiences were like we've come out just to have a nice time and I think they didn't want to hear it but they were getting it so yeah. much and proceeded to get so much about
2: it that is going to be the exact same thing with coronavirus once we go back gigging yeah people will not
4: want
2: to hear about it will they no um, cuz i sometimes at the end of shows i do a thing where i um i just put out give me a topic and i'll do a joke about it it just I'm sort of fresh sort of changes the sort of It's so a little bit it's so yes. well, it clever yeah i'm not saying it works every time <laughs> it doesn't matter it's a so clever but quite often people someone would shout brexit oh uh, right yeah I and bet. the whole audience just went oh, <laughs> like that funny yeah I bet. so i just said i think you should leave and that used to get a laugh oh
4: so good
2: and then i'd be back into it so it took me a couple of times them saying brexit for me to get that but that's what i tend to do if i have a like a topic that i haven't got anything on i'll just, just a... go away and think right i need something for that now My oh, my goal so is to be invincible deep. tom well, but you're so—that's so, what I mean. You're
4: topic. you're one of those comics who's so diligent, like you do the the that sort of thing. Whereas I go, oh god, what would I? Um, if someone says that, I mean, I mean, <laughs> and I try I try and sort of trust that actually I'll. If uh, I found that riffing in a room, if I trust myself to do it, I mean, I like doing it with any kind of audience interaction, and uh, I d- I don't feel threatened by anybody shouting something out, you know, something negative no. or whatever. Um, I uh, I just sort of um, I know I should have maybe i
2: should trust trust myself to write a joke about about say brexit or what, yeah but then you use uh, say so, so you could so you could just use your personality whatever they throw at you can't you like that's like i i find that i need a a go to eventually i've never really been able to just keep riffing oh i like, uh, yeah. just i just like even if i talk so when i started doing I actually, when I started, I, I used to do more comparing than anything, which has really helped me now because I'm a lot oh, yeah. more confident talking yeah. to the audience. Yeah. But if I was going into talking to them about anything, I'd know I've got a joke that I could loosely link to whatever I start talking about in case it goes, like, tits up. Ah, uh-huh. yeah. Do you um, start your shows like that? Do you do, like, a warm-up, I tend kind to. compare-y?
4: I tend to do some jokes and then, and then I sort of say hello to them a bit just to sort of set up the evening. Um, yeah. and to bring them in because I think what I think is so special about stand-up is that it is obviously a live experience and it can only that show will only happen that one time with those people in the room with that feet with that atmosphere with that yeah. combination on that day in that place it would only happen that one time and it will never happen again even though the material might go you know will go elsewhere and those people might go do a bingo night in the the whole the next week or something yeah. but then it won't be the same so i try and kind of i don't overtly say but i try and have that in, in the experience
2: i think that's why i do the ask for a topic yeah because right that, because whatever happens they they, they have the opportunity to, to create something that won't happen anywhere else yeah so i've had, I've had some really obscure things oh have you shouted at me animals oh, really? i like shouting about animals but i don't really have many tracks about that animals penguins uh, Pe- penguins but that's all right because penguins have a joke on them oh that's fine See, there you go you're so you're bulletproof there you go there's a, <laughs> not yet but you just happened to say the right one thank you <laughs> the so, um yeah sorry go so can you remember any other bits from the last tour that you dropped um from the last tour
4: i dropped i mean Tried to talk a a bit about, um, I tried to talk a bit about. I tried to talk a bit about talking to. I went to a family party for my dad's birthday, his seventieth. So it was eight years ago, and I wanted to put in this bit where I talked to people. Well, I remember people talking to me, um, and they get political with me just because I think they saw me as like some sort of liberal London. Oh, really? Yeah, like.
2: Is that because they'd seen you on news sort of shows as well? No, this is before
4: I was on it. They they just saw me as like a young upstart. And they'd sort of start talking about one thing and then it would inevitably drift into other things or they'd sort of start showing me all their angst about, like, misunderstandings about, like, refugees and things. And and I I sort of found myself trying to bat off, (laughs) you know, like, questions about massive world events that are rooted in, well, in, in so many things, but also a based, you know, refugee, the status of refugees is kind of written into the Geneva Convention, which is like 70 years old now, maybe mm-hmm. older. Um, and so it is, um, it, it you know, it's kind of like trying to deal with those massive topics in a light conversation that someone <laughs> has just kind of read a few articles in the Daily Mail and gone, oh, I know, I know how things are um and sort of see me as the enemy because i'm
2: so they're looking for an argument
4: yeah but the complexity of writing all of that i found actually quite overwhelming it was quite sort of difficult to to distill because i think so much of stand-up is about distillation that you start Mm. off with a big thing and then you you keep talking about it and then you wind it down what is the truth what is the actual um what is it what is it that's being said here what is the the thing that is a, a truth for every for as many people as possible um, that is irrefutable. That, uni- that unites us and, uh, and eases the pressure. That allows us to laugh. Um, but I could never do it without just being uh, glib about it. I never, I never felt it really answered that. Yeah. That that com- that complexity of trying to speak to somebody about a complex issue. Uh, you know, from a liberal perspective, who doesn't want to get on board? with it it's, it's, because I guess it, sometimes I find this with with various forms of writing. Sometimes you can go and try and write something. That's uh, big, but it's too big. It's too big for Mm. that. And I think stand up, a lot of the time, it can only it can only take. It or it suits kind of shorter moments. I think.
2: Yeah, and like with your audience as well, I guess that's that's that plays a big part because because now you have audiences because you you're on lots of different things. mm. You've got audiences coming from all over the place. So so if you make a, a political statement you might lose half of them.
4: Well, and I never want to be preachy. Like I don't, like I don't really want to, I, I wouldn't like to be preached at, you know, if I wanted no. to see a show, I wouldn't want someone to go, oh, and I'll tell you what's wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, oh, I know everything that's right because no one knows anything that's right or wrong, really. You know, everybody's just, I think for me, stand up, is great at unifying people and, and actually bringing us together because it, it, it's about sharing the moments where, where the, the insecurities, the human condition, the anxieties around that that Make us all the same, so I think it's better. I think for the sake of comedy, uh, for me anyway, for my shows, I like to make it about a celebration of what brings us all together and what makes us human. And makes yeah, us, but that's maybe that's a and portentous, funny. maybe that's a portentous thing to say, Mark I'm Sorry, you're trying to have a light-hearted <laughs> podcast, and I start bloody <laughs> wanking on about
2: everything like a bloody, I don't know. That's the only chance it happens on here is if one of the guests does it. Yeah. So I, don't, I, I don't know anything, mate. Neither
4: do I. <laughs> I don't know anything
0: at all. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more.
2: You got any other little bits that you can remember well i always i mean it's
4: when i first started out i never um talked about being gay i never really came out and now people oh. say like, oh he always goes on about being gay and it's like well, i never <laughs> did and then i thought oh i should like i kind of and i'd met or I'd, and then i started mentioning it like two-thirds of the way through it's like oh by the way um and then i was like actually it is an issue for people like it was it being a stand-up at that at the point when i started especially and then in the subsequent years people needed that kind of hook of like we need to know who you are what are you and so i would come out and i'd make that and i try and spoof the fact that they needed to know it
2: um or i'd make So do you think they were they were they were sort of thinking why has he not told us or Uh, yeah i think or, or question it is he isn't he like yeah
4: exactly and i think as well it gives people a bit of a shorthand in that one way or another they they can go, oh, okay, so he's, okay, I, I sort of have seen other people with his perspective. I yes. wonder if, I wonder, if, and, and you can sort of, it, it, then then
2: people know that you, you're coming from a slightly outsider perspective, perhaps. Um, and, and did that make much of a, di- that, like a big difference to your gigs as soon as you started doing that? Like, did you see a better, like a bigger response for bits?
4: I remember doing a gig in South London and it was very rough. And I remember um, that, and it was quite early on, but I remember I was trying to do my stuff, and then there was a stag party, and one of them, and half of them got up, and one of them went, "I'm not going to sit here listening to this. poof. Come on, we'll go outside for a fag." Oh, and um, and I was like, "So I was so nice. I mean, I was the last person who should have done stand up, really, but um, so too, <laughs> like, too too impressionable, He's too done ups- very well, too up uh, too easy to upset about things. Well, um, but and i thought i suppose and I, I suppose i thought actually maybe a lot of people are thinking that so i need to own it and go look this is who i am so get over it um and yeah. actually i found in doing that and owning it it did give me a certain sense of um uh, authority on stage yes because and i know it sounds and people go like, why do you need to go well we don't care we don't care mate we don't care um but it's it's one of those things that yeah, actually i guess
2: for that guy saying that if you hadn't mentioned it up to that point and I hadn't he, has a lot more, he has a lot more power with, with saying it because yeah. it was revealing something. And
4: I hadn't mentioned it and I wasn't sort of really overtly talking about it because I assumed people would pick up on the nuance of, oh, actually, well, I'm, I'm sort of, and at that, I think I was so young, I was sort of, I was half out and half in, you know, I hadn't come out to my family and stuff. And, um, oh, and right. so it was kind of, it's weird. It was quite a different time. You know, we forget that yeah. 10, 15 years ago was quite a
2: different time. So did you? Were you doing stuff on stage before you came out? As yeah. in about it on stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really. Yeah. Um, and w- and was it about that as a topic? It was about
4: I was doing well. I was doing stuff. About, I was doing stuff about my life. But I realised people need to. Some people needed that framework. They needed the frame to go. I I'd, mm. I'd go like talk about working in a restaurant and doing the dessert trolley, and they'd be like, we don't like. we like, I don't get what this is. Like, I don't know who you are because you're being too nuanced about it so i'd have to so then when i started to go i am i'm I'm gay so let's explore that for a moment so you've all feel relaxed about that and then i
2: could talk about working the dessert trolley in a restaurant have you noticed a difference like since you started to now with audiences around that topic like are people a lot more chilled out about it now uh, yeah, there
4: are a lot more children, and I guess you know they, if they come to see me on, on tour, they know that anyway. So it's kind of yeah, like yeah
2: So you're playing to your audience, and, and I kind of do those... talk about, and
4: I kind of talk because I do get messages from people who go, actually, you just talking about it all the time means that it it's okay for me to talk about it.
2: Oh, great, man, that's good. So that's nice. I, should, I mean, maybe they're
4: saying like, look, I'm gay, but I'm not like him, and they go, oh, thank god. <laughs> 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 I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> wow, either way.
2: Either way, either You're way. doing good. Well,
4: so are you, so are you. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, mean, I, I mean, I feel like I
2: haven't, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that stuff about washing lines now. Oh, it's, are it's you? so yeah. good. I no, can't yeah. wait. I no. mean, you've got all sorts of things you can go from there. Potted yeah. plants. Yeah, yeah. Doing the garden. Sheds. Yeah. You got anything about sheds?
4: Not yet. Have you got a shed? Dad has. It's a bloody mess. It's got a coffee table in there for some reason.
2: <laughs> there you go. There you go. So much to explore. Mum and dad storage. Yeah, that's probably a good idea
4: actually. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They do. Store, they store crisps
4: in the in the boiler cupboard. Crisps. Yeah. Why do they do that? I don't know. Is that funny or is that not good? I,
2: I don't know. Kettle crisps in the boiler.
4: I guess there's a bit. Yeah. There's a cross over there. There you go. Something you know.
2: Tom Allen! Yeah! Hashtag Tom Allen, thanks very much for being a guest. Um if you enjoyed the episode, um uh good. Uh any, <laughs> any feedback at Jokes with Mark on all social medias. Um if you'd like to follow us on uh support us on Patreon. Uh it's at patreon.com slash jokes with mark, isn't it, Joel? Oh, it is. Oh, uh, There's also more, uh, more bit of lockdown chat. Have you been watching any movies on lockdown, Joe? Uh, I have. Yeah, good. Um, have you ever like <laughs> looked at the, the 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 options and thought, oh, I just don't know what one to watch? I would say
3: we almost spend more time doing that <laughs> than actually watching the film. There we go. So, guess what I've started
2: doing to fill some more time?
3: I have I've started
2: doing movie reviews. But not just movie reviews, they're movie reviews in the form of jokes (gasps) about the movies. And also, hopefully, maybe it will tell you whether you might want to watch one of these movies or not. And you can find those. They're Mark's Lockdown Movie Reviews. Uh, You just find them. Go to my social media, at Jokes for Mark, and I post in one a day. There you go. Bit of fun.
3: That is a bit of fun. Yeah. There you go. Lovely. Oh, thanks, Mark. Lovely stuff.
2: Um, uh, anything more from you, Joe?
3: Nothing more from me, Mark. Anything more from you, Mark?
2: No more from me, Joe. Hashtag Uga, everybody.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.